Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Justin the Food Entrepreneur's Podcast. I'm Justin Bazaar. I'm your host. That's B-I-Z-Z-A-R-R-O. For anyone who's out there, you can find us on Instagram at Justin the Food Entrepreneur's or on Spotify or wherever else you grow yourself through podcasts. So, back with us from Queens, New York, Christopher Lee and Bruce David. How are you guys doing today? Great. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. How's it going? Doing great. Very good. How's things been progressing? You had quite a bit of meetings going on. Obviously, the world still needs eggs or um, without <laughs> it needs eggs without eggs. Um, and so how is that going? Where are you guys right now? I know we I have a bunch of questions we left off at, but I wanted to sort of pick up from where we left off in the uh, chronological chain and f- see how your lives are going. See if the opportunities that I think are knocking are still knocking hard. Yeah. Um, Bruce, if yes, you don't mind, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll kind of give a, some updates, I guess, on our end. Um, sure, go ahead. Yeah, there's, there's been some great progress on, on a number of different fronts. Uh, since we last spoke, Justin, uh, I believe it was like two to three weeks ago. But yeah, um, enter, entering the early 2023, it's been all eyes are on us. Uh, the market has been uh, steadily, the egg market in general, if you if those that aren't aware, has been taking a lot of scrutiny for the, the highest egg prices ever out there at all-time highs. Um, this is primarily due to the bird, bird flu pandemic, the avian bird flu that's out there. It's affecting numerous supply chains across the egg industry. Uh, as a result, supply and demand, very low supply. And uh, there's always a, there's always a, oh, hold on one sec. Yeah, so eggs are at an all time high and uh, due to supply and demand uh, within the egg industry. So as a result though, Americans, consumers all alike are looking towards plant-based alternatives and we're right there. And as a result, we're getting a tremendous amount of uh, inquiries um, from distribution to uh, retail partnerships, uh, company collaborations. Uh, for example, last week, uh, Justin, we actually had to postpone this third meeting with you because we had a very important meeting with a, a local distributor here in New York. We feel it's more or less uh, secured. We're now, in, uh, God willing, within a few weeks of time, we're going to have a local distribution arm here on the, uh, on the East Coast that services a lot of the healthy independents across uh, New York, Brooklyn, Manhattan. And we're really excited because we've been trying to locate a local distributor to, to help us distribute Simply Eggers to the right demographics. And they seem to see the vision and they want to work with us ASAP. So that's been a great, great update on our end. Um, and we're continuing to just uh, field, field all the questions, uh, getting tons of inquiries from um, investors, from, um, again, collaborations, uh, brand partnerships. And we see this as, as a really great sign entering the early 2023. And we're happy to, again, explore and have conversations with everybody. So let's yeah, talk it's, about... It's, go ahead, Bruce. No, I was just going to say, yeah, it's, it's very exciting times. And uh, just go a little more into what Chris is saying, uh, just the recent updates and uh, like local distribution. It's so much demand out there, uh, so many pockets in different neighborhoods uh, that support, you know, plant-based. They, they, they want this and it's 
a big issue to supply it to everyone. So stepping into food, you know, throughout this journey uh, with Simply Eggless and really seeing it push forward, you can only get it to so many places. So with, I always say to Chris, it's been like a song and a dance, you know, you kind of have to be real fluid with it. And it's come to the point now where finding a local distri distributor in your backyard it's like very fulfilling to us and it's like crossing a bridge where we're like okay thank god we're in trader joe's we're in targets things like that that nature we're getting to the retailers but we want to get into the local natural shops and stuff like that and the ability to do that right now and the line of products that we're, we're coming with it is it, very exciting and So, I mean, what does it look like? Or, I mean, are you looking for investors? Are you trying to grow your business? I mean, how, because you're, it's, this is going to require a lot of cash flow. Is it something that you guys are self-funding? Is the business self-funding? Because I think I, I love the story and I love the entrepreneurial journey, but you guys are growing at a very quick rate. So how are you, and most entrepreneurs don't realize this, all of a sudden when you grow, it's like the tidal wave effect. It's like all of a sudden the water disappears right. building the wave before it collapses on you and that's your cash. And so how are you guys yep. managing all of this? Uh, this is, these are great Thank questions. You. Thank Justin. you. Yeah, really great questions. And and all I can do is answer honestly. Uh, up until this point, up until uh, late last year, we've uh, we've been self-funding the project, the brand, Simply Eggless. Our friends and family could not be here without their support. Um, personal funds, we all, the main investors, the co-founders knew what we were diving into and we, we put a lot of our uh, limited resources and cash into this project. And uh, I was proud to say that to date, uh, you know, we've made it this far, but we know that the next stage, the next phase to commercialize Simply Eggless and to expand at the proper rate, we're gonna need to raise funds. So that mm -hmm. was actually very both challenging and rewarding portion of the of side of the entrepreneur side of things that we had to dive into. There's no shortcuts into it. Um, we had to essentially, yeah, raise funds through investors. And uh, to date, we're currently actually at a current state. We're still currently fundraising right now. Uh, we're raising a round in which we're trying to, we're seeking right now a lead investor. We've had many mm -hmm. angel investors jump on. It's been great, great partnerships, but we're looking for someone to complete and uh, lead this round. And uh, in order for us to properly go strong with the ability to purchase ingredients in bulk, uh, to do some proper marketing, and to reach that commercialization that we're trying to achieve here. Mm. Um, we're still continuing to field all calls. So if anybody out there is listening who has any interest within this space, any interest having a conversation with uh, the co-founders and representatives of Simply Eggless, feel free to drop us a line. We'll never turn down a conversation. Um, mm. So essentially, yeah, to answer the question, um, in another way, we had to utilize whatever resources we had just to like maintain and keep this boat afloat. Um, mm -hmm. One of the things I was talking to Bruce about that I felt was really important to, to stress about our company in particular is that we all have very unique skill sets, uh, but one in particular that, that saved us over millions of dollars to date is uh, the really special attribute that we actually produced and created the recipe in-house. Uh, one mm -hmm. of our co-founders, who's not on the call right now, is the main R&D and, and uh, 
the recipe creator for Simply Eggless. And that in itself has has saved us millions of dollars in, um, and time. Uh, we mm-hmm. come up with a prototype and uh, recipe over recipe over recipe. We developed the prototype of Simply Eggless. We continue to refine the properties and, and make sure it's uh, we're always looking a couple of steps ahead. But just that in itself, the ability to have that in-house has saved us millions of dollars. So um, yeah. along that, with the support of all the teams, we've, we've continued to just grind and grind and grind. Uh, me and Bruce was actually saying one of the important things that has kept us alive uh, as a company is is our vendor relationships. Um, mm-hmm. Bruce, you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. It's just uh, thank you, Chris. Um, it's something that's very important, you know, this, uh, you see the, the relationships you build out here and, and the people and, you know, nothing comes uh, how you plan it or, or right away. So you got to have a lot of patience and uh, you touch base and follow up with people as much as, much as you can. I, I really learned like that, that keep the communication flowing out here. And it's amazing to see, you know, from a year, year and a half ago, uh, you, you're trying to build a relationship with, with people throughout, a, you know, a pandemic and we're coming out of it and nobody wants to take risks. Nobody wants to really, you know, uh, put themselves out there because, of, you know, trying to hold on to what they have at the time. And, you know, you're trying to build something and, and bring this new concept, which you feel like, you know, is right. It's the right time for it. The world needs it. And you, you're trying to get it out here and convince people, you know, this is, this is what it is. And, to build these, you know, relationships over time and see someone from early on say no to, Hey, you guys want something to really great right now. And you know, how can we get involved with what are you doing and stuff like that? It's a beautiful thing to, to see. And it's very important to maintain that. I feel that's really where the currency is. The more and more, when you look into business entrepreneurship, it's, you know, people want to make money, provide for the family and stuff like that. But it's an idea that, you know, people are trying to bring to life and, you need a lot of people to make that happen. It's just not, you know, it's a team effort. So it's no one set way I've learned uh, to to make these things happen. But it seems we've got, a, I guess, God, the universe on our side and just a lot of hustle, a lot of grit. And like Chris said, it's a unique uh, team with uh, unique skill sets. And uh, everybody's relentless and believes, you know, so it's beautiful to see other people getting on board and believing in just you, you know, you having us also and being asking questions and stuff like that. It's a beautiful thing. So just a, aside from vendor relationships, relationships, you know, across the board is very important. I and agree with you 100, 100%. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Christopher. Yeah. Sorry. I just want to add one last point, a technical point on the entrepreneur side, but I think it's a very important point. Um, you know, so I come from a finance background and, and our partners also have experience with this. But in order to make our limited resources stretch, uh, as in our money, stretch as long as possible, especially within the retail space, we had to utilize uh, a concept called uh, uh, AR financing, um, which we still mm-hmm. currently use to date. And just for those who may not fully understand, I, I always like to break things down in as simplest terms as possible. But in concept, what that means is essentially uh, when a large distributor places a uh, purchase orders when we launched the this they may be placed a purchase order for let's say twenty five thousand dollars that's great super excited we if we were to 
make $25,000 worth of products, which we did, we send it out to the distributor. We're not expected to get paid maybe until 90 days out. Uh, if we're lucky, then there's deductions, promotions, things of that nature. So in the concept of finance, there's something called time value of money. We rather, and essentially what AR financing allows us to do is instead of waiting 90 days to get that 25K back into, into, into flow of things where we can utilize it, uh, we essentially pass off that receivable onto a different company who, who advances us a portion of the money up front where we have cash flow. So imagine that from a small business point of view, instead of waiting 90 days out for a check that you may or may not get in full, you now have access to about 30 to 35% of that upfront where you can utilize that to pay your bills, uh, pay off vendors, um, you know, mm-hmm. basically keep the, light, keep the lights on. So that very, very small concept is how they utilized across a lot of businesses. And it's been really instrumental on our end to help keep the money and the cash flow alive. So as we grow our, our POs, we get more essentially more cash flow. So that's kind of been one of the concepts structures of, of, of our financing that's been helping us and uh, mm-hmm. I, th- I think it's really important for all the entrepreneurs to understand that 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 is a real option out there and that if used the right way it could be very beneficial for you yeah that the money's mm-hmm. reinvested back into the company properly um and into i would mm-hmm. say products for sure because i think that's the biggest thing is that the um, you're really taking your money and you're turning it into simply eggless product right it's turning into pallets of product mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. So let's go back to the other thing, which I thought um, Bruce was saying, which was, I'm sorry, I'm looking at my notes here, uh, which was about the um, collaboration. And I think this is one of the things that naturally happens because you guys grew up together in the same hood, for lack of a better term. Um, and in New York City or cities in particular, kids maybe in, even in suburban environments, but I think much more in urban environments, there's much more of a camaraderie or oh, constant spending time together, constant ingenuity to get things done or, or fix things or fix a bicycle, flat tire. Um, so <laughs> I just want to point that out and anchor it because it is collaboration is also a mindset and some humans are willing to more collaborate than others or even there's humans that are team members and there's humans that are individuals. I mean, sports shows that example extremely and so Mm -hmm. one of the things that i like and i think that's part of your ethos is because the character of who you guys are it's the character of where you guys grew up and it's the character of um of what's become simply eggless so Mm -hmm. i like that a lot what let's sort of talk about these stepping stones like how do you make a decision what vendor to work with how do you make a decision what client to work with how do you guys how are you making decisions for what employees to hire let's break down each piece because you're obviously doing it with tent and you said you have limited resources so you're having to do it strategically very very strategically Uh, (laughs) um Everything, uh, I'll, I'll say this, it's like we said, it's a small team. So everything's pretty much in-house and a lot of communication, uh, you know, uh, and everyone just knowing what to do to, to play their role, um, I'll say. I'll say that at least that much. But Chris, I don't know if you want to chime in some. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Thank you, Bruce. Yeah, so 
as was mentioned, a uh, small team, literally. Uh, we are far from the full team that we envisioned in a few years from now, but uh, we've made it work thus far and we're super proud of what we've, we've gotten so far uh, to date. But like Bruce mentioned, everything it has to be done strategically. Uh, there has to be constant communication amongst us. When it comes to vendors um, and distributors, we honestly, we, we, we love to work with people who see the vision, understand a little mm -hmm. bit, at least a little bit about plant-based and vegan, uh, vegan products. We're not expecting the, the person themselves to be vegan or plant-based, but to understand the trends of things. And it, if they understand the vision of our product, then it, that kind of really helps smooth out a lot of the, any types of uh, question marks in a relationship, a business relationship. Um, those are the vendors that we kind of hold close and want to grow with, essentially. Mm -hmm. So, um, if it comes when it comes to uh, brand collaborations, um, it's a very small industry at the end of the day. When it comes to plant-based, especially, we feel now like we are the emerging brands of of the, of the future. Like we are essentially the Eggland's best of the future. Where we are, uh, yeah. we're talking to. For example, we're collaborating with uh, plant-based uh, baking companies out there. And some some companies, I won't mention names, but I've tried to reach out and I'm like, hey, we're plant-based eggs. You guys are plant-based bacon. Uh, we should do something. And for whatever reason, some some people, some companies are like, oh, what do you have in mind? I'm sitting there kind of like <laughs> scratching my brain like, what, what don't you see? Uh, yeah, what, what, what happened here? There's even a pair of sneakers <laughs> called the bacon, egg, and cheese that Nike Max made, and they even right. sold. <laughs> it has to be a plant-based version. Like, come on. <laughs> so, so, so with that said, like those people, I definitely am willing to work at, work with, but part of me is like, I don't get that feeling. It's kind of like a feeling of a friendship. Mm. In contrast, two weeks ago, we came in contact with another plant-based uh, baking company before I even got a chance to reach out to them they, they reach into our inbox and say we have to collaborate something like that is a perfect scenario that's who I want to work with yeah. I don't have to say much they did their diligence they searched they read about our company they saw our product and like this just makes sense and because of that me and Bruce jumped on a call and we're hoping to do some collaborations on content and it's really just kind of that feeling a good good gut feeling on mm. who you want to do brand collaborations with. And I think that's, um, we talk, all of us do different aspects, different channels, but when it comes to like a big decision, like, hey, we're going to hire, uh, we're going to work with this brokerage firm, we're going to work with this distributor. It's all kind of based off good gut feelings uh, that are mm -hmm. based off of core values and what's going on in the industry. Yeah, it simply doesn't, you know, does it, does it make sense, you know, uh, at the time yeah and i'm sorry to answer oh, go ahead bruce no go ahead. i'm sorry the last thing i want to mention about maybe hiring any potential employees <laughs> uh with the same Vegas. again uh i hope that cross that path very soon where we're in a position to hire um full-time right now our team is made up of, of the core co-founders of bruce uh, one of our strong sales reps um strategic partnerships and we've just grown together at such a such a rapid pace, and the the trust amongst each other has to be there, because um, if not, then you know you're you're only as strong as your weakest link. So, 
But what I look for in a future employee is someone who holds holds dear the same values that we do. Uh, you know, just the grit, <laughs> hustle, the vision, and someone who uh, appreciates and understands where our product is headed towards and, and the industry that we're headed towards in the next few years. Mm. I mean, I've got to imagine there's been a lot of other collaborations amongst like other breakfast goods, right or not? I mean, is is it, I mean, talk to me about some of the collaborations you guys have already done, like because I think there's good examples out there, or maybe there's not, because I'm like, why aren't there more now that you said it? So talk to me about are the, what are some of the successful ones that you have had? Um. Well. I would which uh, talk about uh, we did a a giveaway for Jack and Annie's anyway. If I'm not mistaken, yes, yes, it was a giveaway like what uh, maybe less than a year ago I think with with Jack and Annie's. But they were, and that's another prime example. Also, they kind of got it just right away. Uh, it was pretty easy, you know, seamless to uh, get that get that uh, ball rolling and have the giveaway and stuff like that. We were both excited on both ends. Like Chris said, it's kind of like a gut feeling and like that friendship. You could see that this is going to work. So Jack and Annie's, we got in contact with them, saw what they were doing with their with their products. They sent us some samples. We sent them some stuff. Food is delicious and uh, able to like do a giveaway. But yeah, to go back, it's it's kind of hard to call, you know, you, you reach out to a lot of people, you're networking, people are networking with you and we're kind of constantly failing different things out throughout the week, throughout the days, you know, uh, got to get this done, let's make this happen. Then let's put this here, a lot of moving, a lot of shifting. And like I said, constant communication. And yeah, as far as I think when Chris said it's, it's future employees, I can say for myself with sales within the company, I would need somebody learning this industry and how you have to be able to take you may have to be able to take no a no but you also have to be you know very persistent and on on top of things constantly so that's what i would want and somebody that understands the product and has love and passion for a product because i believe if you really understand the product and see where it fits you know in the scheme of things then and are able to show other people that's the never-ending story i feel the journey uh as big as we keep growing with Simply Eggless, there's always more people that and more things that you're trying to get it out there. Like Chris went back to speaking with, you know, Egg, Eggland's best. Um, that's the future in plant-based where we want to have a society where as they have Eggland's best, they have their eggs. And I'm sure, you know, people buy them from the supermarket every day, but also they're in a, probably a lot of ingredients. We don't know. A, a, lot of, a lot of eggs are getting sold in that way. So for us to incorporate ourselves into society where people say, hey, this makes sense. We need this in bakeries. Intamins needs this. You know, Dunkin' Donuts needs this in their donuts. We we need to incorporate this to have that balance, that scale for the world, for people, you know, in the everyday diets. And the never ending journey is convincing people every day. That, you know, food is, is, is difficult. I feel like that's our biggest addiction in the world, you know, and we have all these different products out here that are being available and everything, you know, something really can be rid of, honestly, in my point, some things are very necessary and needed. And for me, I feel like with simply eggless, 
where we're at in the world, the time frame. I always say, what a time to be alive, you know, because the time frame to see the shift in food and be a part of it and to collaborate with other people that get it. And you're also having an uphill journey of convincing other people where it, this fits. And we, you know, we need to work. We need to collaborate. We should have the conversations as we're having now. Um, it's important. Yeah. It's very important. So like a, yeah. for me, like I said, it's a, it's a never ending journey. I feel, uh, and a, and a, a song and dance. Yeah. Totally Bruce. And Bruce, thank you for all that. Well, 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 Sorry if it was a rant. I, I just <laughs> no. You gave me plenty of time to like research myself. Yeah, it's perfect. Uh, so to to further answer Justin's questions, like our collaborations, I, I could I could read off a bunch. Uh, on, on regards to other brands, uh, as as mentioned in the last episode, we're collaboration uh, collaborating right now with uh, Beyond Meat and Good Planet Cheese for two of our uh, newest products. Uh, being the Simply Eggers breakfast sandwich, which is out in independent shops right now. Um, that sausage, egg, and cheese sandwich. Sausage comes from Beyond Meat. Cheese comes from Good Planet. Simply Eggers patty comes from us. Um, that is one collaboration uh, along with our egg bites. Uh, in addition, there's another uh, high-end retailer. I'm sorry, high-end brand that I can't mention them by name, but we essentially supply our egg products for their plant-based breakfast bowls which they have out in the masses to really big, big box retailers. So that is someone that reached out to us who saw the vision. We were one of only two companies to provide this type of product and volume. Mm-hmm. And we went out on the taste test. That's great in itself. Um, in regards to uh, content collaborations, we've done plenty with uh, emerging brands. Uh, one recently was a company called Unmeat, which is a, plant-based uh, version of spam, if you want to say. Uh, being that my wife is from Hawaii, I have to give her a shout out. And in Hawaii, spam and eggs is like their core foods, if, if those that don't know. And since this company, Unmeat, provided a plant-based spam and we had plant-based eggs, I went ahead and did a whole a whole video content in creating a uh, plant-based spam and egg musubi, which is basically like a uh, wrapped up in seaweed and it's a very popular item those that want to look it up it's on our instagram that we felt it was a great it's just a great timing of things um again emerging plant-based spam where plant-based eggs is a great combination that uh the future generations are going to try um mm-hmm. and then when it comes to furthermore onto restaurants and, and facilities that we collaborated with like we mentioned in episode one, Utopia Bagels has been there for a, over a year now on their plant-based menu. They're from Queens. We're from Queens. Uh, Bruce made the introduction, and they took us in with open arms, and they loved our product. And we see that as a great local collaboration. And I want to give a, another special shout-out to a local um, restaurant out in Queens, Astoria, Queens, called Urban Vegan Roots. Uh, they are... 100% vegan company, a vegan restaurant, really hip, super cool, down to earth place. We got introduced. Um, you need to convince them to come on the podcast. I'm gonna let you guys yeah. like, use your magic. Go on. I'm sorry. Oh, that would be that would be a beautiful. Yeah. Totally. Just, we actually want to New York. You, you got to come. You got to. We got to get you there. Yeah, we plan to meet you in. there. But they they. They took on our eggless product as well, and they featured us on the menu. That that's 
that's a major love right there, especially us um, being from Queens. When we met the owner, he said, oh, you got some Queens? Like, you say less, you know, say less. Like, <laughs> just jumped on the collaboration, and our, our item is up there on the menu. And when it, I guess when it comes to that, it's limited, but we know that we have to knock down these big barriers now for it to be a common thing. Because uh, like you said, Justin, we should be collaborating with more, but it's such a new concept to a lot of other people that it's just limited. But we only see this uh, these collaborations improving and growing as we uh, as we go into 2023. Mm -hmm. I know I've been talking about it. I've been talking a lot about with the breakfast um, entrepreneurs here as well, and um, just who are in the food truck space because it is such a there is such a rise in the plant based protein, the plant based foods arena, particularly in alternates like we're talking about. I also just want to note that. I am one of those weird individuals and everyone will be like, you're in the food business. Yes, I'm in the food business and I think spam is awesome. I do. And I don't know why, but it's just like one of those things where done right and done in the ways that it's seen around the world, not in the United States, <laughs> thrown on a sandwich. Although spam sandwiches are not that bad, depending on how they're done. Um, <laughs> it is pretty cool that you brought that up, actually. And in New York City, I'm pretty sure there's a spam trailer, like a food truck trailer that goes around and serves spam. At least there used to be. I might even still have a photograph on my phone of it. But so I like that you brought that up. Let's let's talk about building relationships. Let's talk about the um, the I mean, well, OK, let me take this back a little bit. You guys have reconnected and, and sort of built this business along with another partner. Talk to me about your relationships with your other partner because there are three of you or there's three of you or I don't, I'm not sure how all of this works, but you're making a lot of decisions. There's a lot of different dynamics. How do you decide? What if you guys disagree? How is the decisions being made if you guys don't see eye to eye? Because I don't think we ever look at that normally. Does that make sense? yeah totally totally uh, totally justin and and this is a i think this is a very important concept for emerging entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs in general just to really understand it's uh just for the for the record there there's four co-founders and bruce is again our, our, our leading sales uh strategic partnerships he's jumped on uh about a year and a half ago uh so there's about five individuals on a day-to-day -day basis that help mm. run the day-to-day -day. In addition, we have tons of ver uh, great uh, vendors and, and uh, uh, third-party workers that we, we love working with. Um, but officially, there's five individuals running running the day-to-day -day operations. Mm. And what's great about that is there there's an odd number. <laughs> and what I mean by that, <laughs> what I mean by that is uh, when it really comes down to it, you know, it all comes down when it comes down to major important decisions and uh, it really comes down to a vote. Um, we, we do understand as, as, as main representatives of the business that we all have good intentions for the business. All of us want the ultimate goal, which is to see the brand succeed, but we're not, we're not, we're never going to agree on everything. And that's something that I think a lot of people have to understand, not only in business relationships, but personal relationships that mm -hmm. agreeing on everything doesn't mean that you're a perfect couple or, or whatever the case it's just you have to have respect for the other person's uh, opinion 
and viewpoint, uh, but also treat it just like that, an opinion and viewpoint. And um, when it comes to major decisions, we'll take a vote on it. Uh, like for example, we had plenty of mock-up uh, mock designs for our latest product. Uh, like, how do you guys like this design? How do you like this design? How does that compare to uh, this product with that font? And mm -hmm. so when it comes down to it, we should recall this, right? We, we, we literally yes, sent yes. it around an email. <laughs> We're like, hey, what do you guys, which one, which one do you guys want to choose? Um, go ahead, Bruce. You want to tell me anything? No, I'll, well, I'll say this, like, I'm the sales rep, you know, I jumped on with these guys, I saw what the four of them were doing, you know, like you said, Chris said a year and a half ago, and I said, listen, you know, I can get on here, I want to help you guys do some sales, but it's been much more than that in a journey, and a beautiful thing, because uh, the team is very transparent, Chris, you know, as being friends, it's been very transparent, everyone else um, has been the same across the board, and we're all very uh, unique, like I said before. We're all different types of characters completely. Like, But I, I would say that uh, one thing I would say we all have in common is understanding the bigger picture, the common goal. And like Chris said, you don't have to, you know, necessarily uh, get along all the time or have the same point of view. Um, but if you understand this is what we're fighting for, this is important. Um, you just keep playing your role. You know, some days we may not even, some days Chris and I, and we communicate pretty frequently, but some days we don't even talk. Or sometimes other partners, I might not speak to them for, you know, three, four days, but it could be a, a small decision of, like Chris said, hey, what's the, what do you guys think about the font size? Um, hey, check this article out. We're always kind of sharing and, and going back and forth where it, it plays a role. And then we go back up to our respective corners and do what we have to do because we all understand how important it is what, what we're all doing, we're all fighting for something uh, right now. We, we see the importance of it. And that's the beauty of it. Um, like I said, I've come from focusing on sales and then also strategic partnerships, but also these guys giving give me the privilege to say, hey, what do you think? Is this color nice or this color? What do you think we should do with t-shirts? How are we going to market this and stuff like that? So having the uh, opportunity and to be on the journey with with a, a very cool team, I, I must say, very cool. Just, I don't think it gets more American, more New York uh, <laughs> than you know the Cipriegos team, uh, yeah. honestly. And it's it's uh yeah, I think it's us understanding that common goal. I'll say. Uh, what do you what do you say, Chris? Do you agree? Uh, yeah, yeah. It just what are the superpowers? Explain to me, because there there's members that aren't on here. Let's talk about the superpowers of your team. You have one guy who does the R and D. Let's just talk about it because I think it's important. Like really, yeah. Sure. No, totally. I, I I I'll describe my my uh, my fellow teammates uh, as best as I can. Uh, they're all very very resourceful. Um, we'll talk about the head of the snake. Uh, my partner in crime, uh, business partner, fellow co-founder, his name is John. And uh, he essentially has a supply chain experience all the way since he was, uh, he was kind of born into it. So he has over 30 years experience in supply chain in a previous and uh, other products. That has led to the mindset for he uh, essentially, he was on the path to, uh, to create uh, new products. And he went through a, time period where he just became enamored and, and really found his passion, which is 
to create food products. Um, this gentleman does not have necessarily a formal food science background, but uh, he has a very unique ability and and what's the tenacity to keep going at it and to learn. He's taught everything, kind of self-taught himself how to make these products. To date, um, under his belts, he probably has designed over uh, 30 to 40 products that I've helped uh, bring to market. Uh, the latest of which is simply eggless. And uh, again, that recipe creation, that mentality to, to keep going at it. Um, to, and the reason why he's doing all this is he, he has a passion to prove out there that that you could create a food product uh, that's better for you, healthier for the planet, more sustainable. And you don't need necessarily need all these degrees that other companies have. You don't need the million dollars in R&D. He scrapped his way and he, again, we're very blessed to have him on our team. Um, mm -hmm. He's designed all the products and he's uh, one of the leading guys that helps us push sales uh, as well in distribution. Mm -hmm. So he's kind of our forefront um, CEO and it helps lead with uh, new designs, new products and ex business expansion. Um, so John in himself, again, he's one of the key components. Uh, from there, I want to speak about uh, our other co-founder, Jerry. Jerry is uh, one of our co-founders who works offsite at, at our fulfillment center. Uh, he is our director of logistics, director of operations. He handles all of the uh, important uh, logistics and getting our products and ingredients to where they have to be. If you could imagine a food business, imagine how many different packages and and ingredients and, and and coordinating deliveries, samples, getting products over to the right buyers, all of that is handled um, through mm -hmm. Jerry, and he helps to fill all of our online orders um, throughout all the years. And he is when we need to get something somewhere, he's our go-to guy. Sure, he's a man. He's, <laughs> Yeah, it's through and through, like, better than any uh, customs broker I know. He'll get products across international, wherever we need to, uh, with the right amount of good quality. And uh, we've been working closely for the last six, seven years. And, uh, again, nothing but respect for the sacrifice uh, our team has made. Uh, our other co-founder, his name is Mike. Yeah, he's our director of finance. He's, who I, he's the person I met when I was in finance working and uh, who introduced me to John. And Mike is, handles our um, kind of strategic approach with regards to our financing, uh, handles a lot of the invoicing um, and a business expansion as well, uh, business decisions. He's heavily involved in our day-to-day our -day accounting, the QuickBooks, and, and more or less helping us collect and structure um, any payments into us. Uh, then you have, of course, myself. I spoke a lot about myself, but I'm the director of marketing. <laughs> Um, handle a lot of the things you see online, um, all the different stores that essentially come in, come through our fingertips. Somebody has to onboard them, right? So I take a great pride in, in mm -hmm. filling out all the paperwork and making sure our product is, looks great up there on the websites and uh, all the information is, I'm kind of like a hub of information, help onboard all the various vendors that we've been doing. Uh, amongst other things, trade shows, local trade shows, events, um, demonstrations. Uh, I'm there alongside Bruce. And Bruce, as you know uh, from our previous episodes, has been tremendous in helping us form these strategic partnerships across the local area uh, to really help us expand. He, he's a huge outreach for us uh, with regards to uh, 
distribution and sales, uh, all the bagel shops that are going to be carrying Cynthia Douglas. Keep a lookout for Bruce David. He's going to be calling you. He's going to be burning your phone up. I don't doubt it at all. <laughs> we've been calling. We've been calling him. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And that's, that's a good outline of the business. And like, like Bruce said, we're all coming from different ethnic backgrounds, uh, all turning around the same age frame, but it is a true New York story. Uh, Got to eventually send you a picture of all of us together. But uh, we all have the same vision. We, we saw this this concept come to life, and we know we're on to something really special here. Like all of you are probably part of the American dream also, I've got to imagine. It's just part of the compounding effect that's going on there in New York always. Mm-hmm. Um, Exactly. I also want to say the thing about, you know, Queens and uh, we're good and collaboration I, and living there, being married to someone who grew up there. Uh, um, I want, well, previously married to someone that grew up there. I understand the connection. I understand why there's like a lot of morals and ethics and core values that are just understood that just happened there that everyone has, that everyone has to level up to, even if you go to reside there. And I think that's part of it. I also think it's growing up the way that you guys grew up. I think that when you're close knit, um, particularly as boys um, in neighborhoods like that, um, and in those struggles where you're like playing basketball or you're hustling with the bicycle or hustling each other with video games, it builds good relationships. I did it through sports and through uh, all boys prep school and stuff like that, but the same ideas. And um, so I think it's hugely important. I actually am working on a business right now and building a business where the 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 other individuals in the business other than me are childhood friends that they grew up without the intertwined money problem they learned how to resolve issues and speak up for themselves and, and deal with conflict in ways and choose their leader in another way um based on growing up that way right and in a and in this particular case it was their their friendships are very healthy they they make decisions very healthily but it's very true that when we remove, remove the money necessarily and we focus at what we're good at or what our superpowers are and together we'll get the reward and we'll win and get the money. It's what you guys are sort of seeing now. And part of it is the reward. And even though the money you, you have the trophy, it's still behind the glass case. You still got to find like AR financing. You still got to find someone to help you get the trophy out of the frigging cabinet because even when you see it, it's all of a sudden there's 10 million obstacles to get it. And I think that that's part of what this journey is, part of when we talk about a group of kids that are the same from New York City, a group of people that believe in the same thing. It's that constant hustle that you see in New York City. And it's always like two steps forward, sometimes one step backwards. And that's just the way life is. Why? Because you have to have humility. And without it, if we always won all the time, we wouldn't get ourselves in check. Maybe we wouldn't even have created eggless protein if there weren't failures along the way or simply eggless, excuse me. And it's those type of things. So I think they're all important. I think a lot of people avoid it, which is why like in society, when I have conversations or I do things like these podcasts are end up being my most like intellectually stimulating conversations because as entrepreneurs or as a male alpha male dominating with my friends, basically that's what entrepreneurs are. We're out there with friends. We figured out how to win. And guess what? True friendship is I want my friends to win and they want me to win. 
And so mm. that is what happens in the hood if you have true friendship or in your in your suburban environment or in your farming community. Like that's what real mm. friendship is. And that's what real business relationships are. And that's what real, you know, co-employment is or, or team members are. That's what it is. It's wanting them to win just as bad as you want to win yourself. And that's being demonstrated here, which is why I wanted a part three. Because... Uh, and why I asked the question about the partners and why I wanted to hone in on Queens and why I wanted to do it because it's on purpose. It's with the intent of exposing that as parents, like we set these environments up and we put our kids in these environments, whether we know it or not. Maybe our parents didn't know it, but we as sure shit now have the tools as us as entrepreneurs to put our kids in those environments and make sure that they're developing healthily, mentally, physically, spiritually, to become entrepreneurs of tomorrow that compound whatever we're doing tenfold because that's what we did for our parents. And our parents didn't even do it with intent. They're like, stay the fuck out of entrepreneurship. Even though I'm an entrepreneur, what are you doing? Go work for the man. You know, it's like, yeah, no fucking way. Thank you. I saw what the man did to everyone else. And I, I'd rather work hard and get by like you guys did than work for the man, period. Which is interesting because we never had to because they taught us and because they taught us and we mimicked them for so many years at such a young age, at such a malleable age, we just exceeded well beyond them. you know. And we, they gave us a lot of tools, right? A lot of education, a lot of opportunity oh. here in America. So... Mm-hmm. So it's all of those things compound, compounded into what you guys are doing. And in the food business, food is decades business. Like Kellogg's is how many hundreds of years old by the time Dr. Kellogg's had rented his first raisin brand or whatever it was, granola. And um, so it's just things like that, that I think the legacy and the things that you guys are building there and the vision and then collaborating with people in the same plant-based space or that have similar visions as you guys do for the environment, for society, for the community, you know, I think is going to go a long way. And I think it's the right attitude, right? You can only compound something that's of equal. Like if I, an orange, I can't put it into an, an apple and expect like me to great generate the greatest fruit ever. I think someone in Russia actually tried to do this in the 1950s or something and starved everyone in the Ukraine. But I think it was potatoes maybe, but I don't remember what it was. But either way, it's that type of stupid mentality. Like we can only deal with what nature gives us, but we can turn up the volume. We can create better nature environments and rotating so the oranges grow better with maybe animals underneath them. I don't know. But it's like what you guys are doing. You're creating the collaborations and you're looking at the way the environment is being handled and regenerating our planet and also like what we have access to. Like what is the realistic expectation of a booming population? So cool. Yeah, no, totally. Totally. I do want to give a special, uh, a quick special story actually that of, of kind of like you mentioned uh, happened in Queens and uh, uh, you know, me and Bruce, we're, we're spiritual in the sense that we, we could sense energy. Uh, we know when like something feels right. And a uh, uh, quick story is, again, it all happened within Queens. Uh, I myself was, the product has not even come out yet. Simply Eggless wasn't out yet. It's kind of like the beginning the stages of the lockdown. And I'm on Instagram and I come across two individuals uh, by the name of Miles and, Sh- and Sugar Ray. Uh, they actually... 
very important guys with our journey. Uh, they end up being great partners and good friends right now. But back then, I didn't know them. I didn't know. I just saw them on Instagram, and I saw what these gentlemen were doing. They were out there feeding their community within Queensbridge uh, with uh, donations, helping feed um, feed the hungry, helping provide uh, hot meals in a time of so much need in the middle of the pandemic and lockdown. I reached out to them and connected with them, and, and it was before Edwis was even out. And I told myself at that very time that I'm going to be in a position one day where I can I can help them with their vision and their and their their willingness to help you know the communities. I was like I'm going to be in a position soon to help them, and I told Bruce about that. I think when he literally the first week he joined on, I was like Bruce, we gotta we gotta come to a point where we, like, we can connect with these guys. Perfect. He's like check these guys out. He's like these guys are right in Queensbridge. They're in the same borough as us. Uh, they're giving out food yeah. to the whole community. It is vegan food. I'm like wow, this is. Dude, it's Transform America, the name of their uh, the name of their their, their company, their foundation, where, where they're out there in, in Long Island City, Queens, giving out food. But sorry, Chris, go ahead. That's yeah, no, a tough. No. I um, that's where uh, that's a tough part of town too. Just so I mean, like Nas is from yes. there, the rapper. I mm-hmm. um, when my intestine ruptured, I actually walked all the way to a Mount Sinai hospital in there, and like just wow. the amount of issues. Like I had a two bedroom hospital room but i think there were three even four of us stuffed in there one time i was in there for days i think i was in there for like 10 days um and um it's a rough part of town but i do remember like the community sense that was there one of the things like queens like again the community even queens bridge even like i don't know like i love this story because the community does matter and here's this guy they're bringing these vegan products into a community that needs healthier food that needs healthier food Mm -hmm. options right every community needs it actually let's just not say that community every community needs it right yeah well that's why it's called transform america they 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 see they get it you know they they see the vision but uh go ahead chris how we kind of yeah, just to conclude, just to conclude the story. Thank you guys. This is all adds to the story because uh, fast forward, we get simply I guess onto market, come across summer of 2022 last year, and we actually, uh, me and Bruce, we end up having extra product on hand that we need to put something, put it, put use towards it. It's about to, you know, it has a limited shelf life. Uh, it was our frozen egg patties. And I was like. I was like, now's the time, man. We, we should reach out to Sugar Ray and Miles and ask them if we if they could either accept us as donation or we connected with them. Ended up being great individuals, very humble. They're doing great for their community, as you mentioned. They remember our conversation about me saying that I want to help them soon. Uh, we ended up, myself and Bruce, this is a true story. You guys can look on our Instagram. We go down, me and Bruce <laughs> enter Queensbridge right by the community center we deliver i think uh three cases of our eggless patties um sugar ray and miles has has a, a friend as a chef who helped prepare uh all of our products they made uh, these five different dishes with our uh simply eggless products all created by a professional chef and we were out there in the middle of summertime Music playing. It was just like this time. It was a Friday. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And it, it literally, we got the core reactions from the people in the middle of Queensburg's uh, on, on House and Diego's 
tastes. And uh, like like they mentioned, plant-based is available, but it's not so available in their location. They wanted to educate their, their neighbors. They wanted to provide good, clean food. And from there, myself, Bruce, Sugar Ray, Miles, we developed a great relationship. And they introduced us to a lot of these restaurants that we mentioned as our collaborations. They're like our unofficial representatives. Uh, we help each other out with our local events. And that's what it's all about when it comes down to it. Queens, when it comes down to like friendship and feeling the energy. Uh, me and Bruce felt good energy from these guys. And, and I think they're going to be huge. They are big parts of the company now. And they're going to grow in their uh, influence with, with each other as we grow together. So I thought it was a great story because it's a real story. Again, you guys should check it out. I did a, a, a real concept. Um, on my it's a great reel. <laughs> and you get some really cool feedback from, uh, from the guys in Queensbridge about the eggless product. And it can't get more real than that and more transparent. So like you said, we stick to our, our, our Queens culture. We stick to the, the principles that kind of made us and uh, we feel our way out. We don't know, always know what the destination is going to be what, or how we're going to get there, but we, we know along the way we're going to uh, meet some great people that are going to help support us. You find it's not great stuff, Chris. Uh, real quick, Justin, you want to say, you know, you find your tribe uh, more and more, you grow. And Chris identified uh, Miles and Sugar. I just want to say they were on their course. They were on their mission. They had their 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 journey, you know, that they were on uh, to make the world a better place. And identified that and said, how can we collaborate? And uh, to go back to what we were speaking on earlier, a lot of times with collaborating with people, a lot of things is just timing. It's, I, I've learned it's, you don't take anything personal. You know, a lot of time it could just be timing of things. And Chris mentioned them months prior and says, I want to do this and manifested it when we were in a position. We said, if we have all this product, what can we do? And to go back a little bit, uh, our initial conversation uh, with them, with Sugar Ray, I think it was initially, we said, yeah, we have this product. And he said, oh, well, okay, well, we're gonna do a, let's do a Queensbridge pop up a brunch. We'll do a vegan brunch in Queensbridge, and we're like, uh, okay. So when do you guys want to do it? All right, let's do it uh, three weeks from now. Da, da, da. And you saw he was no nonsense on his mission. He said, "You guys got product. I'm gonna provide the rest." And they really came through, like Chris said, with a professional chef that came with some of the greatest dishes I've I've had from uh, Simply Eggless and like. He, he he did very well uh the the chef and the community came out they had a yoga session prior to bringing the food out it was about a group maybe about 20 people out there breathing then so many people passing by so we were in the heart the heart of Queensbridge. Nas, we're two kids from the other side of queens from Flushing, Pominot, Queens, and stuff like that. But we identified with what these guys were doing. And they identified where we came from and says, okay, these guys have the same morals and principles that we have also. And, and they're cool. Oh, you guys are from Queens? You, you guys are selling vegan eggs? And oh, we're looking like, hey, you guys are from Queens. You're feeding the community. How can we come together and collaborate and make the world a better place? One <laughs> community at a time. And But these are real life stories, like Chris said. And you can you know check out the reels. They're great. They're fun. Uh, Chris, he has, a, he, has a, he has a great time. He, he really takes his time to put them together uh, for the content, <laughs> you know, and really get us out there. And th that saves a lot also. we On millions, I'll say also, in marketing, aside from with R&D, like Chris was saying also, in marketing, we've been get out there and, and utilized 
New York City utilize our community and see this is where this needs to be tested to show people real life. We don't need a, a million dollar commercial. We need a, a real life reaction, you know, at a bagel yeah. fest or at a Queensbridge vegan brunch, you know. Exactly. So exactly. We love it. I, I, I would say, you know, it, it's it's exciting to all across yeah. the board from the logistics, technical things all the way through to, uh, you know, just having fun and, and, and feeding people vegan food and seeing the reaction of what you're doing and them really appreciating yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. Where can they find you guys online as we sort of bring this to a close here? Where can they find yeah. you guys? Where are we on, where online? And we're obviously going to have to schedule a part four. But uh, where can we find you guys? <laughs> uh, with regards to our product, uh, .com, uh is where you can find us, our website. Our handle on social media is at TrySimplyEggless. Uh, same handle on Facebook. Um, there's plenty of things online about us. If if you want to reach myself, Chris, or Bruce David, uh, feel free to DM us through Instagram. One of us will answer you as soon as we can. And uh, yeah, from there, there's plenty. We're most active on Instagram right now, but uh, we are considering other platforms very soon. Uh, but you'll find plenty of information on there about us. We really are the only other we're one of the two plant-based uh, egg companies out there in the U.S. We're number two in sales right now, um, and we're, we're just scratching the surface right now. So we're super excited about the the expansion in the next phase. It's simply like this. Awesome, thank you guys. Um, anyone in the audience, if you guys like what you hear, please share. Please give it a five star or however many stars. Give a positive review on the episode. If you like Simply Agus, this helps them. This helps the episode, helps the podcast. That's why we do it, to spread positivity long after we're gone. So for other entrepreneurs out there who want hope, who need a chance, who don't want to know that, who want to know that they're not alone. That's why this podcast is here. So please spread it. Please share it. It does give hope. There is things that get you through the bad times in here that knowing you're not alone, for sure. We all don't have groups. Mm -hmm. uh, some of us are solo entrepreneurs, but there are people who are on these podcasts. You can reach out to them. They're willing to help and give you their info. So with that being said, you can find us on Spotify or wherever else you grow yourself through podcasts. And you can find us on Instagram at Justin the Food Entrepreneurs, and we're out.